I've always felt different. I've always seen things, but when I tried to express them as a child, I was always told to ignore it. There were people that I didn't know that came to me and said, I have this message that I keep getting that I have to deliver to you. All of a sudden, out of the shadows, a homeless man just jumped right in front of me, and he said, I'm a soul just like you. I love it. I wanted to understand the universe and who and what we are and what are we doing here. We're all part of this amazing soul wave tapping into each other. This was a major life changer. You are a light. You have helped me a ton. Thank you. You've given me the courage to live more from my soul. Millions of people are awakening. So wake up with Michelle Miche. Be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality. The soul path of awakening. Understand what living awake is. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Awakenings, part of the Converging Flow. How's everyone doing? It's really great to connect with all of you. Well, if you're listening in the chat, hello, the place of the Sacred Empowerment Room, um, also my co-pilots, co-hosts. Um, always great to see everyone there. And if you're listening by the um, Internet, your desktop, phone, welcome. If you're listening in the archives, um, great welcome to you. You're part of the fam also. Um, if you want to listen by phone, that number is 347-539-5122, 347-539-5122, and press 1 on your keypad. Um, that will get you in the queue, lets me know you have a question. Um, yeah, last week I answered because somebody accidentally pressed 1 on their keypad. And they were at work. That's happened before. I just love that people can listen to this anywhere, anytime. You know, any time zone, you know, archives, replays, um, I just love that. And I love that people can listen while they're on the go. That really excites me. Yeah, listen on the go, cycling, biking, skateboarding, whatever, road travel or whatever. So, um, yeah, again, 347-539-5122. That's the number. And please press 1 on your keypad. All right, got an interesting program today. Looking forward to our awakening guest. We'll have the second half of the program. Uh, Mark Anthony, uh, psychic explorer, actually has a background in law also. Um, and his book is The Afterlife Frequency. So we're going to be diving into that as well. Want to let everyone know also um, that this, the... Um, August 23rd, Monday, August 23rd, is the launch of Soul-Centered Living. If you're interested in that, go to soulplayground.life.com, your choice, soulplayground.life, and go to the Courses and Classes section, click on that, and that will take you, that will give you a description, take you to a link with a description. There's a description on the page, and um description about what it's all about. Um, yeah, really, 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 really excited. Something that I've been, has been in the works for a long time. I didn't have quite the place or space for it. Um, now I do. And um, our first class session meetup processing call will be um, on the 28th, Saturday the 28th. And a lot of you have done workshops with me, past programs, some of you did the 
soul entrepreneurship program with me. Some of you done tarot. Some of you universal laws. Um, so you know how I roll. We've got the curriculum. we got everything set up and outlined, but it's also very organic to the people that sign up because there's a synergy, which gets us what's going to be happening into next year. We're going to dive in a little bit of that as well. Uh, yeah, so I'll be giving also in Soul Centered Living um, – you know, weekly tune-ins, updates, what you need to do to keep your frequency high and um, basically thrive in this environment um, that we're steadily going more and more into. Um, I still will have my Patreon. That is a metaphysics, um, advanced metaphysics and spirituality. Some of that will be also in soul-centered living. Um, the Patreon are lovely people that are helping to support me so I can do more um, videos and programs like this. And, and it's a time. I've been doing Awakenings podcast for many years and everything that's around that. So um, I'm starting to just organize a bit more ways to connect with people and support on all levels, varying levels of personal. You can still do personal individual readings with me, um, astrology reading psychic, psychic mediumship, channeling, you know, you can still do all that healing sessions with me, um, private inner work, self-development, spiritual integration. I'm still doing that. Um, but I am developing these other avenues, which is also really exciting for me because I do really believe in the group component. You know, some of you may not know, I actually have a background in teaching. And that's why I always have, out, you know, projected outcomes and a curriculum and, um, so I know, and also as a therapist, I've done individual and group therapy myself, personally for my own path, and as a facilitator. And I group, like coming together in this community of awakenings, chat, but really facilitated. I mean, groups, peer-to-peer um, -peer counseling is also really good. And especially in this the new emerging consciousness, um, you know, you want to start sharing your insights. That's what, kind of what I'm trying to do, I mean, like with Awakenings um, uh, group on, on Facebook, is to get people to come out more in a sense of community, not just on your individual profile page, but really taking a leadership role in varying com communities, varying, various group settings, right? Um, with what you know, that's part of the Awakening, is connecting into your own personal truth, your own understanding of what's happening and what's working for you, and sharing your own inside information. Um, you know, the polarity, it's the, it's the, you know, for you astrologers, you know, it's the Leo Aquarius axis and the Taurus Scorpio axis that's greatly highlighted. That's like the gateway. If you put that as a, as a, a cross, an even-centered cross, you know, like as a crossbow and the crosshairs, that's the portal it's accessing. So those of you that like astrology or like to look at stuff, you may want to look at where's your Aquarius, where's your Leo, where's your Taurus, where's your Scorpio. That's really highlighted in this new paradigm of manifesting differently. And that is one of my, I mean, my major, I mean, joy is helping people actualize their potential, the truth of who they are, realize it and actualize it, you know, manifest it, moving into conscious creation, really manifesting more and more from the soul, living, living more from the higher self. And so that's where we're going on the new earth and the new earth, the new paradigm, which is a reflection of the new emerging consciousness. 
I've been talking about this for years, but the time is now. Everybody's so many people are prepared. Whether you've been working with me individually or other people, you've just been preparing yourself. And now the time is now. It's happening now. The button has been pushed. Let's go. You know. So those of you also that maybe have just a quick question, maybe it's a question about a dream, or you know, maybe you're learning tarot and you have a question about a tarot layout, or maybe you have a question about you know, manifesting your dreams, your goals, desires, or blocks that are holding you back, or you want meditation um, practice or techniques or understand more about spirit or spirituality or um, transpersonal psychology or patterning, questions about, you know, patterning or questions about decisions that you're making. Just maybe you want some guidance and mentoring like a question here and there, one question, two, five questions, whatever, just questions like, oh, I need to know about this. You know, I want to quit my job and I want to do this career. What's the best way to do it? How do I bridge from one thing to the next? You know, um, can you give me some tips on relating or relationships? Um, If you have quick questions like that, you can connect with me through MentorCam. And I'm loving that because that's also video. So I'm loving the video. You know, I, I did a lot with telephone and teleworkshops, and I'll probably still even go back to that at some point because I find that's also really good for inner work because then people don't have to worry about seeing themselves. But I think people are getting kind of okay with that. So those are some ways to connect with me, soul-centered living. Go to soulplayground.life to find more. You can connect with me on MentorCam, the app, which I believe there is a link um, in this um, episode description box yeah so a lot going on i want to touch in before i get to callers please stay on the line callers please be patient i have some things i want to share i did open it up last week to say if you want to hear more of what i received now i go into great detail on my patreon group Um, i will be getting to you in about five minutes so just hang on i want to hear your questions i want to tune in i want to hear what you have to share and if it's a reading that you want, I want to give you, you know, tune in and give you a reading. So please just be patient. Um, yes, so I will be giving more of the downloads here. I go into greater detail in Patreon. Um, I've always been guided from, from the beginning when I've been doing this kind of work more publicly and, you know, in small groups and such and channeling groups to keep it more private or keep it to smaller groups. So that's why I haven't put things like this out on YouTube, although people have asked me to over the years or the, the um, transmissions I received through in the visions that I received, I know, 2016 to 2017 about everything that's going on now currently. But I will be starting to share more of that in various places um, so I don't get shut down or censored or get, you know, um, I just – there's just certain things I just don't really want to deal with. So I'm doing it in this way. And if that happens, that happens. So there'll always be another way. Um, But if you are part of the Patreon, you're getting that information. Um, I may start also doing it on, um, what did I just join? I'm just getting, I think it's Odyssey. Yeah, on Odyssey. So that um, you can, you know, connect in there also. There'll be a lot of different ways to connect in, everyone. You know, a lot of opportunity coming up. So I wanted to share because I had a lot of people saying, please share more of like what you did the other week um, and also what, you know, a couple of people that are supporting me on Patreon um, also. 
what I want to say right now um, through the meditation that I got, 2022 seems to be a really, really, really pivotal year. Um, not that last year was not, and this year is definitely pivotal, we're, but we're still getting a lot of information, and people are still having to digest. It, it seems like what's happening is not true, like, oh, my God, it's going to go away or it's going to get better. Or if I just get this done, it's going to go get better. You know, if I get the jab or don't get the jab, if I do that, no, it's not. There's really a call for people individually to know their place of what they need to do by their own inner knowing or what's right for you. You know, I had a friend the other day ask me, well, how do you cope? How do you do that? Or how are you not wait? And I go, I'm open to whatever needs to be, but I have my own way of living. I'm living the same way I did pre all of this. So the decisions that I'm making about what I do or don't do for my health are what I would do anyway. It's, it's my way of living or life. It's connected to my source. Um, and in many ways, I think I'm lucky because I'm not having to go to any, you know, website or YouTube to get information. I've got the information ahead of time from source, you know, from the, all that is and, the, you know, the spiritual hierarchy and the oversoul. So that does give me, you know, I still go into fear. I still have to process things, but it's perhaps not as extreme, you know, at least not yet so far. Um, I still have to use my tools. I still have to connect in. I still have to meditate. I still have to, you know, the, the human part of me. And I still have to watch what I read or listen to. That's, that's, you know, it's like your spiritual connection or connection to source or my connection to my, you know, living more as my higher self and being connected to my spirit guides, um, those on the other side, you know, the oversouls, the spiritual hierarchy. It's like a bank account. If I don't keep adding into it, it diminishes and diminishes and diminishes. So I have to do things to keep me in attunement and alignment, you know, and it was part of my path <clears throat> to find out what that is. Nobody comes up from the ground or out from the sky and says do A, B, C. You try things, you do things over and over, you learn things from different teachers and different classes or books or whatever, videos or whatever, different people, and you, you integrate it and you keep trying it and trying it and you, until certain things become a routine that are those positive triggers for you that – keep you in alignment, bring you back into alignment, attune you. So it's really important for everyone right now to have those positive triggers around because there's a lot of negative triggers. It's up to us. This is the age of a lot of self-responsibility. So what you're learning, you need to be putting into practice and doing it more and more consistently and more and more learning about yourself and following through. So you're not making decisions that are fear-based or based on wounding. They're coming more from your higher self and, and learning to understand your higher self. So um, we're going to have, and those of you that watch my um, pick a card, and that's another place to connect. Those of you that haven't yet, please subscribe um, to my YouTube channel, Soul Awakening um, with me, Michelle Mache, <laughs> if you're new. Um, love to have you there. Um, subscribe, get the notifications, but also more importantly, just let me know. Say hi, you know, and connect with me through the comments. I read everyone and I answer them. And there's some days where I dip, you know, I'm not doing so well, and then I just get this great feedback or appreciation or connection where someone is really opening about their path and what they're going through. And I'm like, yes, yes, hello, 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 soul. Great to see you. Great to connect with you. I really see you. So there is 
new soul contracts next year. So we're really shedding a lot. We're still, we're, we're still going to be in a lot of purification, shedding. That's going to keep going on. But many of you have enough where you're now feeling space. Like, where do I go? What do I do? Who, where's my tribe? Where's my peeps? Where's my fam? What, well, I, I don't fit in anymore. Or this relationship's gone. This one's broken down. Or I just don't. That's coming. That's coming. Spirit team source said that is coming. That is coming. Reassure people. And I said, is there really hope? That's what I asked. And they said, there's always hope in every situation. It's up to you, meaning us, me, the whole, the collective, to find ways to tap into that hope, to tap into that next level of insight or inspiration. What can I do? What can I accept? What can I share? How can I show up? So, you know, you're going to be having to tap into that to see four or five steps ahead, even though we're on step two, you have to be able to look ahead and realize, okay, there is, you know, a goal in sight. This is leading somewhere, like a long hike. You know, I remember hiking one time, um, I think it's Will Rogers Park, and I didn't realize, I had been there in years, and a friend took me on this hike, and there's one part where there's all of a sudden no trees, and it was scorching. We were out in the middle of the day, and it was like desert, big boulders, red rock, a palm tree here and there. And I was like, what the hell? I was like, what is this? No shade. I mean, just beating down. And, you know, we went down into like a gully, so now we have to go up. And she's like, yeah, there's no way around this. It's all, all the trails are like this. I'm like, oh, my God, where's the one where all the – because when we started, it was all trees and greenery, and there was, like, even a little brook. wasn't very big, but still lush. And then we went into the Sahara. I was like, oh, my God. But I kept thinking. She's like, well, when we get past this, we, we circle around, and there's the trees and everything. And, and I'm like, okay, I'm just was focusing on I – was, I was where I was at, but I'm like, you know, you are where you are. This is the reality of what's happening. What's the best that you can do with this? Thank God I had my hat, you know, and I had some water. So <laughs> it's not trying to be bleak, but just trying to get to the reality of things that you're going to be saying that in a lot of situations that are coming up right now. Can I do within this constriction and restriction? What can I do? in this great opposition, the, the division. It's called the great divide. This part of the awakening uh, is the root awakening, and it brings a great divide. And I thought, and some of you have heard me share this before, I remember in the 90s, I remember hearing about this and my metaphysical teachers teaching this to me, and I thought we already experienced it because as everyone knows, when you get a certain point on the path, you start not resonating with certain people. Other people come in your life. There's a dry spell of no people, no relationships. It's like, what the heck's happening? People just fall out. They don't get You get in arguments or the people don't get along. So I thought that happens. Well, no, that's just a natural path, part of the path. And in fact, those of you who have had that experience, you need to connect back into that and what did you do that helped you? What was life enhancing? What helped you thrive in those times or understand what was going on? Because the great divide is when it happens in the collective. It's going to be happening almost like a civil war, if you will, um, where there's different factions. What's happening is we're going into a pinnacle of the extremes of the polarity plane. Now, 
again, once we get to the pinnacle of something, then it starts evening out. It's like a cold or a flu or anything, right? It gets worse and then it get, before it gets better. The symptoms heighten and then they start waning. So we're about to get into the pinnacling. Okay, I know people are like, oh, it couldn't, it, it's, you know, we did that last year. We did, now it's happening. No, you can see, those of you that watched my, the last two YouTube videos for the week, when I did the energetic updates, I was saying there's a jolt. A lot you're going to find out in August. I saw restrictions, lockdowns again. I said there's going to be a lot of misinformation. There's going to be, we're going to find out things that jolt us. There's going to be some decisions made out of our control that we can't do anything about that are going to be very shattering to us, which is what's happening. And so a lot of people are in shock. I also said a lot of people, I think it was in the, one of the pick a card, um, maybe signs and symbols, what are the messages for you? But I was feeling people going out of their body in which people, a lot of people put in the comments, they've been feeling like this. So we're trying to check out. A lot of people are trying to, check out now because it's just too uncertain, too scary, too painful. So what we want to do is connect more into the body, actually, okay? We want to go more into the body and anchor the energy that's coming in, the new emerging consciousness energy. We're reaching up and out into it, opening up to it. This picture like you're putting your hands up and your chest back. And take a big breath in, like a big cup. You could make your arms and your hands like a big cup, like you're taking something in. Breathe it in. You can do that even with me right now. Breathe it in and then breathe it out and bring your arms and hands down into your body, close to your body. So we've got to anchor this energy. That's the Uranus and Taurus. We have to anchor this energy. The Neptune and Pisces were out there. When Neptune goes into Aries, we'll be living more this energy. But it, it's very different energy than what we've been used to. It's very new, very foreign. It's other dimensional. It's galactic. It's Atlantean. It's Lemurian. It's, it's you know, from, you know, planetary, other, other planets, starseed. It's starseed. It's, it's celestial. In the middle of the density that's happening on the 3D of what's playing out on the 3D. So the idea is to anchor it. And I'll be talking more about this because 2022 brings a lot of synergy and synchronicity, a lot of people pairing up individually and collectively in groups and communities. So do what you can. Hold on. You know, assistance, help is on its way, so to speak. And we're just going to do a quick meditation right now, just very, I don't know, a minute, two minutes at the most. Just to anchor in, I'm going to give you a little example, just to anchor in, and then we're going to get to callers, 347-539-5122, press 1 on the keypad. So what you're going to do is just bring your awareness into the heart-lung area of your body. Close your eyes if you can. If you're driving or doing something that you can't close your eyes, obviously don't. You can do this with your eyes open. Just bring your inner gaze to that heart-lung area of your body and connect into the heart area. Take a conscious breath in, and as you consciously breathe out, allow the out-breath to be a little longer than the in-breath inside. Now the next breath in, you're going to breathe in about 
two to three feet above the crown chakra, connecting in through the eighth, ninth chakra, extending into the tenth, connecting into the soul star chakra, breathing in, extending, expanding your energy, breathing out, drawing that healing light energy through the body, down through the soles of the feet, 20 to 30 feet beyond into the earth star chakra. And again, breathing in to the soul star chakra, extending up into the light of the soul, extending through the soul star chakra, breathing out, drawing that healing light energy down to the center of the body, out into the earth star chakra, anchoring the healing light of the soul, breathing in through the soul star chakra, extending out through the soul, connecting in through the soul, breathing out consciously back down to the body, anchoring the light through the earth star chakra, and breathing back into the heart-lung area, feeling very attuned, aligned, and centered inside. So it's really important right now that you anchor, center, ground, extend, expand, and bring that into your body to feel more comfortable with your body now, feel more comfortable in the earth and the changes that are happening in the earth, around the earth, and through the earth element so that you're allowing the extended, expanded awareness of source energies to the soul to be realized, recognized, and anchored in the 3D reality. All right, Radiant Soul Lights, 347-539-5122 is the number. Press 1 on your keypad if you want to get on air. Hi, welcome. You're on air. Hello. Hi, Hi you're Michelle. On air. Yes, hi. Yeah. Thank you so much hi. for taking my call. I I guess I was spiritually driven to come to your show today because in listening to you, I I would love to see what I can do to collaborate. You're really, at this point, a teacher of teachers, and I'm a global visionary, and I'm bringing forth whole new paradigms that will transform global economics, education, politics, religion, and more based on spirituality and unconditional agape love. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. What's your first name? Uh, my first name is Hugh. I don't do email or texting, but if you oh. hang on to my number, uh, then you can call me. Or I, I have been uh, on shows on Blog Talk in the past. I can share my name. I have no fear. That's why I'm standing in truth and light. I've had quite a bizarre life. I've had UFO, paranormal, near death with ongoing okay. paranormal very all right Hugh, i'll hold on your number but we do everything by email because i don't um we have some yeah i understand most people do but again everything. everybody has okay. different fingerprints so it's in god's That's way and god's time so i just was looking so for a general reading okay and what do you have a specific a specific question would be good here. yes related to my humanitarian work how that's uh, progressing i'm looking for people like you to empower more mm, beautiful what well, seems you're on path that is just more doing what you're doing and the consistency and that things will build probably october to the end of the year 
so whatever you're guided to do is what I'm hearing is is right for you on your on your path. Um, I do feel there could be something also with writing, though. I do see something online or in print, so um, that may be something you want to think about and open to. But yeah, just keep opening up. Just ring those doors, make those calls. Just keep doing what you're doing. That's what I'm hearing. I right, appreciate. Dude, thank you so yep, much. And hang on to my number because I'd love to show you who I am. <laughs> okay. All right. Much peace and light. Thank you too. God bless. Thank you. God bless. Thank you. Beautiful. Hi, welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Namaste, my sister. Oh, hello. Hi. Hi. How art thou? Well, you can tell by my talk and sharing and channeling and meditation. That's how I am. I don't know how to describe it because I'm in it. I don't know. <laughs> so much, right? Well, that med- that meditation was quite um, uplifting and, and um, expansive. And so I thank you so much oh, for that. Oh, and I oh. also, when I decided to call in, the first thing that came to me, the reason to call was to say how much you are appreciated for what you do mm. and are mm. and to give you a um an update on I think it was the last time I spoke with you I was trying to get out of Dodge and you suggested yeah. that maybe stay rooted where I am and clearly I am still here. I, I took that to heart as nothing was opening up for me anyway. And clearly this is where I'm meant to be for now. A, a validation on that. Yeah. My understanding and, for the people that I'm tuning in with and like you called in, myself included, because it's weird. I'm in, I'm, I'm a channel, but I'm in this too. So I see myself like in a movie, you know, watching going, okay, all right. Um, not till end of the year and maybe for some end of the year, October seems to be very pivotal. And I think end of the year, people are going to have a lot more clarity I see a lot of movement, a lot of people that have been calling in the show or, you know, my workshops or Patreon, whatever, that are connected to me. It feels like end of the year into the latest, maybe March, April, February, March, April. But I do feel by the end of the year, a lot of people have much more clarity. And if you are deciding to go someplace, you will, you will know um, where and or time frame. So there seems to be a lot more opening up. I will tell you, Queen, the energy is very, um, and you probably already see, very staccato, very in, out, up, down, happening a lot, nothing happening, and then stuff starting to happen. So it's a very different right now kind of jumbling the timelines. So, um, but there are things that are happening in waves, and I do feel you are in that wave. You're in the next wave. I accept that, and it sounds like um, music um, with the movement, you know, it sounds like music, song, that kind of energy, um, composing um, mm. and constructing. Yes. Uh, oh, that's life very interesting. Why? That's interesting that you say that because I feel that's where we're at. It's like it's like some of us are noodling um, 
you know, like the musicians do, just playing riffs here and there. It's not yet a song. So please, everyone, that's a thank you, Queen, for that, because that is, I mean, maybe since you're a musician, you can share on that, because, yeah, it is like we're writing the song or the notes, or or maybe some of us have the melody, some of them have the hook, some of them have whatever else, I don't know what's other than the melody, whatever. There's different parts right now, and so... It's just kind of, I know from my musician friends, they just kind of stick with something. And then all of a sudden it's like, hey, oh, my God, I remember you had that stupid one, two, that little chord. Now look now, now look how it sounds, you know? <laughs> yes, I can, I see that. I see that with my jewelry. I see that. But speaking of music specifically, like instruments have been laying around collecting dust, et cetera, that are saying now, you know, pick us up again. And and put the put the words you wrote for a meditation or poetry and and use your voice and play the drum and so yes and it's 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 coming together in 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 pieces here and there in ways that I had not really consciously been um, thought mm-hmm. of so yes I, I'm with you on on the musical ride um, on to well, eternity. And that's an- and that's another interesting synchronicity, of course, what you're saying, spirit, a reminder, because I've been getting that in a lot of my channelings to work with sound and creativity. I think everyone right now think of themselves like as, as the druid, as the bard, the singer, the dancer, the creator, because what's going to help get us through all of this is going to be the creativity. And it, think about an old time, I don't know what, you know, we see, you know, some people have lived through these things. Some people, have, we've seen it in history and in movies. People had the dance. They had the songs. They made instruments and, and to connect in the drums. So we need to go to that because the soul operates through self-expression. It operates through creativity. It operates through art and music, things that are artistic, things that not just uplift, but acknowledge the, the density or the pain of something, but transmutes it into something more. So we're all kind of in this transmutation. So, yeah, I think you, yeah, to pick up those instruments. Anybody that's listening to this, please pick up those instruments, sing, dance, put music on, um, make your own instruments. It doesn't matter, you know, what level you're at. Just start creating and expressing through you know, art, music, sound, toning, whistling, singing, all of the above. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. And hence the, the closeness to the creatress. That will bring us home. That will bring us home, you know, because that's what we're here mm-hmm. to do is create. Yes. Beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. Thank well, you Queen. so much. Thank you. Thank you for calling in and thank you for sharing that. Wow, that was a missing piece. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Thank you always. Wow, beautiful. Oh, we needed that piece. Queen always comes at the right time. Thank you. Hi, welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Whoops, spinning around. There you are. Hi, welcome. Seven zero. Hello, Michelle. Hi. Hello, Michelle. Can you hear me? I can now. Who is it? Hi. I can hear um, you. Hi. Okay, good. What's your first name? Um, this What's is, your name? This is Meadow, and I've, Hi, I've called in a, a few times, and we actually had a session about three weeks ago regarding mm-hmm. um, 
this job opportunity that I had, this application that I had put in. And at the time you said, you know, it's going to like kind of move around. It's going to, like you said, there's a lot of uncertainty, but this is going to go somewhere. And I mean, sure enough, like three weeks later, I haven't heard back from them. I just, Michelle, I just need to know that I'm still doing the right thing by just waiting and doing nothing. You are. Everybody. Well, I mean, it's not to do nothing. I mean, whatever, if you have other opportunities, definitely be in your creative flow or whatever you're feeling intuitively. Right Uh now, like I said at the beginning in the channeling, everything is so... Yeah, everything is so jumbly. I even had it. I was moving some projects, this and that, and then all of a sudden, my point person for one is gone. I'm I'm going to have to find someone else in the, the company. And then I had these tech issues. I didn't hear anything from two, three days, and now they some one person emailed, but from another company, and I'm like, okay, it's starting to move. Yeah, so that's where it's at right now. It's very um, – even some of the things that I thought would be happening more in the fall that I felt was happening in starting to happen in August, and I mentioned them in the pick a card about the lockdown and extremity. Well, apparently – I don't know. I, I forget what I predicted, but apparently I did predict it would be August, but I kind of forgot. I thought some of the more severe stuff would be more in the fall, and it's happening now. So. I think yeah, you're just going to have to kind of ride. I should be in my creative flow. You know, you. I mean, mm-hmm. when I try to like re, when I, when nothing, you know, when I didn't hear back from them, it seemed like okay, I need to move on. But when I try to like look for other opportunities, or you know, like you know, look on Indeed or look at other companies, like I just sort of like the the feeling I get is no, I just need to like wait. Like, yeah, like the, like well, the message is almost flow, like the I don't stop. know what that is for you. It may it may not be job. It may not be, but there's something that you can do creatively. Everyone needs to harness the creative energy right now. Creator energy. It's going to be different for different people. You know, I felt, did it the other day. I I just in the middle of everything, there was so much going on and so much like chaos. People were texting me and calling me, really not doing well because of things that are happening. And, and then I got caught in because some people sent me some, you know, uh, links. And for me, it's like watching a movie that I'm now a part of, that I saw everything and now it's playing out. So I got a bit triggered. So I went into meditation and then I just stood up and I went, oh, I had all this download. So I went and did a video. So that was my creative flow. I said, hey, everyone, I'm going to reach out. So I I did an extra video, two extra videos for my Patreon. I did one for YouTube, and then boom, whatever I was, it was transmuted the energy. So that's what I mean right now. Everyone has to find a way to transmute this energy through creativity. So some people, it is going to be getting the job or auditioning or having that meeting or whatever. Other people, it is going to be something else. It's whatever aligns you to that creative flow within you. Okay. Hello? Did I lose you? Meadow? Hello. Yeah. No, I'm just trying to process what you're saying, and I don't know. It like doesn't quite cool. fit. Like I said, like when oh, I God. when I when I looked at when I when I turned inward and you know asked okay, inward. Okay. Well, then you have your answer. The sense you was just answer, to like sweetie. wait, and and it just didn't seem right. And I mean, that's what I was well, kind of looking wait. for. Is I was wondering if you could like check in on that messaging, if it's if it's really just accurate or if, or if it's just noise. Well, I gave you what I received. You need to get into your creative flow, so you're not in the worry flow. See, you're you're worrying about it. You're not in your create your creativity now. The creative flow is turned inward into worry. 
So you need to learn how to get out of that worry flow to transmute that energy into creativity, whatever that means for you. So try it. Let me know if it resonates. Try it, and then let us know. Much peace and light. Okay. All right. Hi. Welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hello. Hi, Michelle. This is Carrie. Um, I've called in a few times. And um, I I wanted to ask a question but give a little update. Um, You had shared a while back that you thought I would be good at a realtor job and – I kind of was transitioning while I had some traumatic stuff happen and I'm transitioning out of kind of a hobby career and realtor kind of fell in my path. So I'm going to do that. Um, I've been working on healing a lot, my inner self, and I'm feeling a lot better. Um, I feel less uh, chaotic on the inside, I guess, because I have a very busy Mm, life. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I, my question is, um, do you have a message from my spirit guides? I have never, like, channeled them, and I'm getting more interested in that. What's your specific – yeah, I need sp- everyone that's called in, I need because these are just quick reads, and we've got a lot of people yes, waiting ma'am. in line, so – Okay. No, I'm not okay. just saying this um, to you. I just want to make sure people know that. Okay. Yeah, so um, just, yeah no problem. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what, what would they say that – uh, for healing, because I've been working a lot on my owner inner healing. Yes, ma'am. Okay, still a lot to do with child, inner child, and, and kind of reclaiming your energy, um, of your creativity, your ability to self-express, your ability to express what you want to and how you want to is what I'm hearing. Um, but I do feel I want a little bit of space in the day, a little bit of detaching, a little mm-hmm. bit of space from your routine because you got quite a bit on. So in that space, mm-hmm. you're going to get, you're going to allow for some integration, is what they're telling me, and also um, some ahas. Okay, you're going to start getting your own insights. Or, oh, I'm going to do that, or I'm going to call this person, or I'm going to email this person, or I'm going to put this together, or I'm going to do that. So just a little bit of space, which means it could be formal meditation, it could be gardening, it could be just going for a walk, just kind of clearing. Mm-hmm. So they want you to create a little bit of space, not so much jam-packed stuff. And that's yeah, it. I get that. Yeah, you, you get that? Okay, good. Uh-huh. I, I keep okay thinking I need to meditate. I keep yeah, thinking well, I need to meditate. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Thank you so much. And I appreciate all you do. Oh, thank you. Much peace. Yeah. And oh, by the way, and Carrie, I know we're, you're off air, but um, for you and others, if there are short meditations in my meditation for everyday living MP3 and book, or you can also go on my website, fullplayground.life and download. I think there's three or four meditations there that are actually free. Okay. I think... Oh, my gosh, I hope I'm on the right. Hi, welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hi, Michelle. This is Katie. How are you? Hi, Katie. Doing great. What's your question? Hi. Okay, this is kind of like a a vibe question or energy. So I've ordered three sets of dining room chairs, right? From So mm-hmm. one was from one company and two was from another company. They both were white or allegedly white, right? These chairs, mm-hmm. both all the chairs have been yeah. filthy. So yeah, I just not got white. some chairs today. <laughs> no, they're not white. They're stained. I even got them in yeah. a box to unwrap it, thinking they'll be clean. They're still dirty. 
So I'm wondering, right, is this happening? Should I just – because I went to get a couch, and then the couches I like, they were not in stock. Like, I've been here for months. I don't really have a lot of furniture. And I'm just wondering, am I moving? Is should I? Is, am I not getting furniture because I'm not staying here long? Like, what is going on? Well, the first thing I do here, what's interesting, is don't, yeah, don't overfill up. And and right now, maybe also don't overspend. You know, it's not about going into poverty consciousness or miserly. But I am hearing, like, be a little more choosy, like, with what you get, because there is going to be some other things that you want to um, put that type of energy into. So, I, yeah, I feel like you are in some kind of transition. Some of it is with this, because I was getting, like, an ivory brownie, light brown, like, so that might be the same. Yeah, yeah, it, that's exact yeah. color it was, ivory. But color, actually, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't do anything. Doesn't, <laughs> it's looking dirty. Yeah, yeah. So, um Sometimes things just happen too. I mean, that there, there is an uh-huh. aspect to that with some of this. I well, that's what I'm going to tell you. I think the bigger picture is wait. Don't there's other things. This is what's so kind of challenging. I think right now, uh-huh. um, because we are being rerouted, you know, realigned. You know, our inner software is changing as well as the outer now. To uh-huh. to live more from the higher self, and so the ego doesn't quite know yet how to do that. The personality aspect. I'm looking at the ego psychologically. Some of you have heard at some point we will, you know, have that. It's a very important psychological function. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I would again put your energy into something else to shift your energy. That's a great way to shift our energy. Is put it into something creative, a project, something else. And so you're saying like basically happens. forget about the furniture. <laughs> or scale back. Scale. It's not saying don't have any furniture, but I feel like yeah, you're this planning this was big pretty thing. expensive. This furniture yeah, was like, that, well, yeah, that, yeah. I know. That's why I'm telling you. Those days, that's not right now. You need to be, you know, okay. scale back because you're going to want to have that energy in the form of money freed mm-hmm. up and usable for something else. So you're kind of getting the kibosh from your higher self going, uh uh-uh. uh. We're not doing that right now, you know. Yeah, because uh-uh. I could pick yeah, some. It's a different I could, game. I could pick some cute little stuff from Home Goods, you know. That's like half the price. That's yeah. clean looking already do when what, you see it. Do whatever <laughs> yeah, connects you to your create. Yeah, do whatever connects you yeah. to your creative flow, but gives uh-huh. you a cushion because this is for many people. This is a time of instability, not inner stability and security, but outer. So you may end up moving quickly. You may, yeah. So I would just, yeah, list, that's that's the message. Like, okay, no, no, this, no, we're not but, doing what okay. we would do in the past. Okay, so this right, has nothing to do with. Okay, okay, okay. I'm listening. I'm gonna listen on the, on iPhone on my um, computer. All right, thank you. Okay, you're so welcome because we got a great guest coming up, and I want to make sure we get All right. we get to him. Yeah. Okay. Let's see who else we have here. Hi, welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hi, I was just listening for right now. I'm sorry. I did push one and I didn't mean to. That's okay. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Hi, you're on air. Welcome to Awakenings. Uh, this is this is Carrie again. I don't know why it got me back on. Okay, perfect, perfect. Okay. All right, well, it is time for our second half of the program, our Awakening Dialogue. Um, if you did not get your question answered or get the reading, 
I'm here uh, next Wednesday also, um, but you want to stick around because we have a great guest coming up. So we have with us today Mark Anthony, um, who is a psychic explorer and a psychic lawyer. Wow, that's pretty amazing. Um, He's actually kind of dubbed a psychic lawyer. He's a world-renowned fourth-generation psychic medium and an Oxford-educated attorney. He's appeared regularly on TV and radio as an expert in spirit communication, near-death experiences, paranormal phenomena, ancient mysteries, and as a legal analyst. Mark co-hosts the live stream show, The Psychic and the Doc, on the Transformation Network, and he's also a regular columnist for Best Holistic Life magazine. He's also the author of The Afterlife Frequency, uh, which we're going to be diving into for a bit here. All right, welcome to the program, Mark. Great to have you here. Thank you, Michelle. I'm um, uh, honored to be here, and uh, thank you for having me as your guest. Oh, you're very, very welcome. So I like to know background, what's um, in our listeners as well. So let's dive in a little bit here. Um, Want to know kind of your first awakening and then your next level of awakening to bring you to your path that you're on now? Because obviously you, had, you were doing something differently. So I'm kind of curious if you had this psychic interest um, or ability uh, pre-doing what you're doing now. Well, that's actually a pretty complicated answer, and The Afterlife Frequency is my my new book, and my other two books, Never Letting Go and Evidence of Eternity. In both of those books and in my new book, The Afterlife Frequency, I go into my family's background because I'm a fourth-generation psychic medium. This ability Mm -hmm. runs on both sides of my family, and I've tracked it into the 1890s on on both sides. Mm -hmm. And, in fact, um, my mother's family had emigrated from Italy, and in 2016, PBS did a special called The Italian Americans. They actually, Michelle, there was actually an entire segment Mm -hmm. on my maternal great-grandmother, Giovanna, and they referenced her psychic abilities. And it was really cool because I remember, you know, my cousin said, you know, we know this is coming on. And all of a sudden we're like, oh, my God, that's Giovanna. <laughs> you know, I mean, we, we had an inkling they, they were going to reference. And, yeah, they, they even talked about, about her, her psychic abilities. And my dad was a Navy SEAL. And when he got out of uh, the military, and he, he was a medium. He could perceive spirits and he could see auras. And he was at this USO dance. And it's so funny because I remember when uh, my parents have passed, but I remember them telling me these stories. And uh, here's Dad. He's this, you know, young buck Navy SEAL all full of himself. And he said, I stopped dead in my tracks because he goes, this foxy babe walked in. Well, he's talking about my mom. <laughs> and, and he thought that she was like maybe 30, you know, because like, she looked real sophisticated. She was only 21, but my mother was working at a high-end uh, department store in, in uh, north New Jersey. And so she got all the discounts on all the fashion. So she was like dressed to the nines. And anyway, my mom said when they met, they just clicked. And after a couple of dates, she said to him, she said, Earl, there's something I have to tell you about myself. And she says, you know, I, um, you know, I, I know things, and, and I see spirits. And he, and he goes, oh, my God, I do too. And now, so, you know what's so, interesting? It's rare to have it? it on both sides. Yes, it is. Yeah, it, it, it is. really I is. People, I, I have it on my family too, but not on both. Not um, it. It jumps around, so that's very interesting. How they found each other, and they yeah. both had this, this gift. 
Yeah. Yeah, and, really and their families yeah, their families could not have been more different. You know, my mother's family, you know, oh. they're they're like the big Italian family. Everybody's in everybody's face in life and you know, they'd have these huge dinners, everyone's yelling and talking and laughing and loving and, and my dad's family they were very uh waspy, uh prominent uh Pennsylvania Baptists. But uh, the thing is, these abilities, like my dad's sister, his mother, his maternal grandmother were all mediums. And from what we can tell, Michelle, and you you said it perfectly, it runs in your family. It's what's known as Mm -hmm. a recessive genetic trait, which, for example, being left-handed is a genetic trait. And and it skips generations. Okay? So if you get two parents that carry the same recessive trait, the likelihood of one of their children having that trait increases drastically. And and so here I am. <laughs> you know, and and so when when I was about three and a half years old I started seeing spirits and I'd sit there and I'd talk to my invisible friends, except that mom and dad could see them too. And uh, yeah. I remember Dad going, "Oh my God, he's got it!" And Mom goes, "Oh my God, he's got it!" <laughs> so, so. Uh, <laughs> So it has been with me from day one, and it was really, you know, when I grew up, I didn't think that having parents who could see spirits was all that unusual until I started getting a little Mm -hmm. bit older. You know, when I started school, I Mm -hmm. realized not everybody's mommy and daddy could see, you know, spirits. And uh, my dad, I remember he sat me down and says, you know, Mark, you talk about this to your mother and I, because you don't talk about this outside Mm -hmm. of the family because people will not understand. Mm-hmm. Wow, it's great that you had that support too. Wow, that is very. Um, I'm very thankful for that because um, you know I don't know how it was for you, but a lot of our colleagues, it's been very rough on them. You know, first yeah. off, people say that we're crazy or we're charlatans or it's demonic or all this silly, primitive, yeah. superstitious yeah. nonsense that they come up with. Um, on my show, I uh, interviewed last week uh, Dr. Evan Alexander. Um, he he was, is the Harvard neurosurgeon that um, had a near-death experience. And he's, you know, I've, I've spoken alongside of him at several conventions and afterlife expos and the International Association for Near-Death Studies. And, um, you know, we were talking on a break. And he says, it's so nice being around people who get it, you know, because... Yeah. You know, we don't have to justify our existence and, and all that. Yeah. And, um, you know, and, and because, it, well, you probably get this all the time. You know, people are, are wondering if it's real, if you're researching them. And, and uh, the thing is, this is a very real ability. And mm-hmm. it is based on quantum physics. And that's what my book, The Afterlife Frequency, explains is the scientific proof as to how all this happens. Because, Michelle, what I believe and my experience and my research has shown is that this isn't magic, this isn't hocus-pocus, and that for everything there is a logical explanation for it, whether or not we have the technology developed to uh, detect it or the science has evolved to the point where it can explain it. And just because that we may not be at that point yet doesn't mean it isn't going to happen. Right, right. Like the parallel uh, universes, in a way, um, ties into that and the multiple realities that we're creating on some level vibrationally we get to choose. We're choosing vibrationally. 
exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. And um, going to answer a question, no, I had I had support. They knew that I had. My mom later on, we we would talk about it um, in her later years more than we did when I was growing up. But they never they they just knew that I had. Oh, Michelle knows things, or she has this, um, you know, ability um, as well as some of my friends. So. Um, let me ask you, Mark, do you feel like like through your book and the research that you've done for your previous books and this book, do you feel that um, or is the science showing that more people will have this ability or it will be passed on? What, what do you think of that? And if there's blocks to that, even, even on a um, physiological level? Oh, those are great questions. I always like it when I get interviewed by a fellow psychic, you know, because you, you get it, you understand it. All right, well, yeah. all right, so let, let's take your questions one step at a time. All right, first off, um, I think the first part you asked is, will more people uh, be attuned? What we have to realize, and, and this is uh, some of what I go into in the afterlife frequency, is that not everyone is a medium or a psychic, but everyone is capable of having a mediumistic and a psychic experience. And, you know, people mm-hmm. say, oh, we're all psychic, we're all psychic. And there's a lot of our colleagues that are like, I'll turn you into a medium. No, well, I don't say all... that. No, I don't. no. Yeah, yeah, I know you don't. And that's, that's yeah. one of the reasons yeah. I admire you. I've been aware of your work for a while. <laughs> well, it's like saying, yeah, I'll turn you into a tennis player. Well, yeah, you can put yeah. me on a tennis court and or I'll pop piano. around a few balls or a piano. I'm not going to turn well, into, you know, no. yeah, yeah. Are you going to turn into <laughs> Venus Williams on the tennis court? Am I going to turn into Michael Phelps in a swimming pool? You know what I mean? It's, it's like, you know, we can all have these experiences. But the thing is, some people are simply better, better at it than others. It's because we all have the same physiological apparatus. It's just that for some people it's more developed. I mean, if you look at, uh, like you said, uh, um, someone like an Elton John, and I didn't realize this until I saw that movie, uh, Rocket Man, that Elton has this ability that he can hear a piece of music and then sit down at a piano and immediately reproduce it. Now, that's a very rare gift. Mozart had that. Right. Um, yeah, there's been certain people throughout, throughout history who've done that. Well, I can sit down and bang around on a piano, and I may pound out chopsticks, but, but if you play a piece from Rachmaninoff, I am not going to be reproducing it. <laughs> you know, and, and it's the same thing with psychic and mediumistic abilities. Some of us are simply um, more developed uh, biologically with it than others. And the thing is, now, I'm so glad you say that because I think that 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 becomes kind of the charlatan energy. I so I feel like it, that's so great that you're saying this, stating this, and you know, of course, you coming from having done so much research, and that you say people could have experiences. I find that interesting. They could have, and I agree, medium experiences, psychic experiences but may not well, become a psychic medium or have that within them. I, I, well, I, yeah, I think on that most bit. people, yeah, most people to some extent, let's take dreams. You know what's really funny mm-hmm. is if you say, I was at work today and the spirit of my Aunt Martha, I saw her. Well, everyone's going to, you know, be rolling their eyes and thinking, yeah, you're kind of nuts and all this. But if you have a dream and your Aunt Martha comes and talks to you and the dream feels realistic and you wake up and you was like, Aunt Martha was here. Now, hasn't it been your experience that people tend to trust spirit contact in a dream 
more than, oh, it happened when I was conscious. Yes, that's so true, yes. Exactly. And that's a mediumistic experience. And and you can tell the difference between a dream and a contact experience, which I also call a visitation, because spirits will come to us in the sleep state. It has to do with brainwave frequency. That's one of the reasons um, I entitled my book The Afterlife Frequency, because um, we know that we have five different types of brainwaves, and they shift frequency. It's kind of like tuning into a radio. You know, you can go from 87.5, oh, tune into Blog Talk Radio, tune into, you know, the various stations, because I know that your show is all over the world and on a lot of different different frequencies. All right, so so when we're in the, the, we have beta, alpha, theta, delta, and gamma um, brainwave frequencies, and uh, gamma is like super high performing. That's like when you're on Jeopardy, okay, like you're cranking this stuff out. Oh, Um, wow, okay. Yeah. Okay, beta is the normal state, I mean the normal awake state. So that's what gets you, you know, to wake up in the morning, make your coffee, write checks, uh, drive to work, you know, do your job. Then when you start to relax and or meditate and drift off, you uh, shift into the alpha state. And then you go to deep sleep, which is theta. And based on the studies and the observations, it is on the alpha theta border where psychic activity occurs, which is why many people have dreams where deceased loved ones will come and speak to them or that they will pick up on the the quantum level of what you and I would consider to be future events, ergo premonitions. And so so people tend to trust um, psychic activity and mediumistic activity in the dream state more than just, oh, well, I was sitting there and all of a sudden I saw this spirit or I got this premonition. Wow, that's so true. Okay. So that was my question. Was <laughs> Mark, you are psychic. Um, that, that was my, my next question. And, you know, Michelle, doesn't it come in handy occasionally? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You know, and then people are like, well, if you're so psychic, why don't you just win the lottery? Well, it's not like I'm not Uh, open. You know, I mean, if if spirits want to, you know, whip me on some Powerball numbers, I'll take it. And I'm saying that jokingly because uh, you know as well as I do that that, that this is not what it's for. Also, uh, spirits couldn't care less about um, material wealth. You know, because in the infinite perspective of a spirit, that's just too trivial. And and mm-hmm. the, the messages that they'll give us are ones of love, healing, resolution. They can warn us as to avoid a potentially dangerous person, place, or thing. Because realistically, in the bigger scheme of things, what's more important in your life? When you're on your deathbed, what's more important? The amount of money in your bank account or the love, the, the people that you've mm. touched in this world that love you and that you love? So true. So let's talk, go back to this frequency, this afterlife frequency. Is that the same frequency? Is that the alpha theta? Or that that's like the doorway, or is the alpha theta the doorway into what you, this afterlife frequency, which I'm guessing you're terming afterlife is like the other dimensional or spirit realm. The afterlife, okay. Um, what I explain in the book, and and uh, it goes into too much greater detail, um, 
Okay. We know from theoretical, from quantum physics, that there, uh, the, 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 there are more. There's more than one universe, and within a universe, <laughs> there are dimensions, and that we live in what I call the material world dimension. Okay, planet Earth, and you know what we see here, feel, taste, sm- uh, touch, smell, and the other side dimension. Uh, which is, you know, where spirits go, is on a higher vibrational mm-hmm. frequency. And the, the analogy that I like to use is it's like the difference between AM and FM radio. AM has a higher amplitude but a lower frequency, and FM has a lower amplitude but a much higher frequency. In other words, it vibrates at a higher frequency. And so there are two energetic systems that both are, are um, that coincide but occasionally they overlap. So the afterlife frequency mm. explains, my book explains, how we can, if from our dimension, touch that higher vibrational frequency um, of the afterlife frequency. Okay? And, and, and mm. it happens in mediumship, in dream state. It can happen during a deathbed vision. It can happen in a near-death experience. Because traditionally, Michelle, those different spirit contact phenomena have kind of been categorized and treated separately, and I, I, don't, I don't agree with that. I think that there's a unifying mm-hmm. factor there, and it all has to do with a shift in the brainwave frequency of a human with this higher frequency of the other side, which I have termed the afterlife frequency. Mm. So they're all happening in that frequency is what you're saying. I'm They're you. happening essentially Correct. in the zone between the two frequencies. Okay? Between the because two frequencies. Between yes. the two frequencies. So think about AM radio at the bottom, FM radio at the top. Mm-hmm. And so the FM radio has to bring its vibration down. The AM radio has to bring its vibration yeah. up. And somewhere in between, you get a frequency match. That's what I do as a medium. Yeah. Because um, for some reason, mediums are able to shift their brainwave frequency f- from the beta to the alpha theta um, level within seconds, whereas normally yeah. it takes hours during the sleep state. And that's why you, uh, I know I, I don't believe that everybody is a medium because most people can't do that. And, yeah. and I'm not saying like, oh, I've got some superpower. It's like, I, I know I can do this. Um, there are certain things I can't do because we're all different. Right. And and yeah. so and so when you start studying this, and you begin to see the parallels between them and that they're all explainable through quantum physics, through um, energy, and through uh, vibrational frequency transfer. Oh, I love how you're explaining. By the way, I was explaining that similar in a workshop last week of the stepping down frequency of those on the other side and us shifting to, to step up to it and, and meeting, and then the reconfiguration of that being you know, yeah, yeah, it's like they're, call they're it. yeah, we're on the first floor, they're on the third floor, and we meet somewhere around the second yeah. floor. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love that, Mark. This is great. This is going to help a lot of people to explain. And so you and your book dive in more, more to this, giving more oh. a fuller picture. Oh, I love oh, that. Qu- yeah, quite a bit. And the thing is, you know, I know that I talk a lot about science and quantum physics, and I don't want to scare people off because – you know, uh, yes, I am an attorney, and I remember sitting in law school being bored to death with law books. And I remember saying, I am never going to inflict this on anybody. 
So I've learned how to take complex concepts, explain it mm-hmm. in everyday language, and then illustrate it with, with um, fast-moving, riveting, emotionally gripping, sometimes funny stories that, that come from readings uh, that I've conducted or other things uh, that I've observed and, or aware of from the, a spiritual perspective. And I think it's important always to illustrate a concept with a real-life example that people oh, can relate absolutely. to. Yeah. And I think right now people are very open to that, and people such as yourself that can explain it in, in those terms. It gives not only more credence, but I feel more of a practical. It doesn't just stay theoretical. People can bring it into some kind of practicality. I mean, your example, the first in third floor, the meeting in the second, I think that really gives people, you know, a real picture, you know, in their mind of what's going on, you know. I think that's really, really beneficial. And I think right now people, we, we need to understand these kinds of, you know, I'd say we in the general sense, more people need to understand this more um, so they're not locked into, you know, 3D, 4D dimensional reality, only, you know, staying stuck especially with everything that's going right now in the world, that could be a very fearful place if that's your only reality or understanding of realities, I guess I should say, right? Well, certainly. And, you know, the thing is about psychic abilities, people have been aware of them and embracing them since the dawn of recorded history. Let's put them in in everyday language. Women's Mm -hmm. intuition. Okay. Mm -hmm. Women's intuition. I don't know one woman who would deny that she has women's intuition. All right? And what is it? It's a feeling. Usually like in the stomach area, right? It's like, oh, that feels good, or oh, that I I get a bad feeling in my stomach about that. Now, men will say, oh, I don't have women's intuition, but if you put it in the Denzel Washington, Harrison Ford, Chris Pratt mode and call it instinct. Oh, man, oh, guys, I got instinct. (laughs) Okay. And it's funny because if you talk to to police, to first responders, to military, all of them talk about trusting your instincts, relying on your Mm -hmm. gut feeling. And what they're saying is they're relying on their innate natural psychic abilities. And for, for people who are parents, I mean, how many times has a parent said, oh, my God, something's going on with my child, something bad, and, you know, the, their, their kid hasn't called them on a cell phone or they have no direct observation of their child, but they just know, and then they find out that something happened, maybe their child was injured or, God forbid, you know, um, um, you know seriously hurt or killed, but they have this connection. Is that just a coincidence? Is that a fluke? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do they just get it? Of course not. It's an energetic connection, which is, once again, another form of frequency. Yes. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. I we have to look at it this way. It is these varying frequencies, and everything has a frequency. And so which well, one do you want to be operating on, right? Oh, sure, sure. And, and I talk about, um, think of, Everyone that you know and love, both in this world and on the other side, um, think of a three-dimensional spider web, okay, and mm-hmm. that we're all connected to them through strands. You know, let's take the spider out of it because, you know, a lot of people think spiders are creepy, and, you know, they are. You know. All right, but, <laughs> but, um, but, but, but spider webs, 
how does a spider know when something hits its web? It picks up on a vibration, uh, and that's why they, how they know something is in the web. Well, using that same principle, we are all tethered to each other. We're interconnected. And the reason that I say this, this is not some airy-fairy concept. We know from quantum mm-hmm. physics that everything is made of molecules, which are made of atoms. Atoms are made of electrons, protons, and neutrons. And protons and neutrons are made of a smaller um, subatomic unit known as quanta. Electrons are also a form of quanta. They just have a negative charge. So everything on the most basic level, energetically, is made of a particle of electromagnetic energy. So that means you, me, the air that we're breathing, the radio waves that this show is being transmitted on, the light from the sun, the sand on the beach, the nuclear reactions and the stars, on the same basic subatomic level are all electromagnetic energy. So everything Mm -hmm. is energetically interconnected. Therefore, when, when someone we love dies, while our relationship ceases to be one of a physical nature, it continues to be mm-hmm. one of an energetic or spiritual nature. And so think of that three-dimensional spider web. You're tethered to the spirits as well as to people here. And the reason that we tend to pick up on spirits more is because they're not limited by a material world existence. Now, let me give a practical example of this. So you're driving down the road in your car, and all of a sudden you are prompted. You don't know why, but you're prompted to turn on the radio, and there's that song that makes you think of that person you love who died. Mm-hmm. That's what I call a frequency beacon. The spirit mm-hmm. is emitting an impulse to you to turn on the radio at that precise moment because that um, touches your heartstrings. Or... If you are dwelling very heavily on a loved one in spirit, that can draw them to you, and that's why they'll come to you in dreams, or people will say, I think I saw my son who passed. And, um, you know, sometimes psychologists say, oh, those are grief-induced hallucinations. And, yes, while that phenomenon does exist, when you start working with people who talk about seeing loved ones, particularly parents who've uh, sadly lost, lost a child, it's not always a grief-induced hallucination. Many times they're emitting these waves of frequency, this grief, which are frequency beacons, which are basically sending a vibration to the spirit that draws that spirit to the grieving person. And so frequency beacons are a two-way street. And, and anyway, these, these are some of the concepts that, that I describe in, in my new book, The Afterlife Frequency. Mm. Love it. Very transforming. Um, laying it out this way for people, again, because it's, it's opening people's minds and you're giving some, a foundation also um, to the experience that people are having. Some people kind of inconsistently hit or miss, but I think more and more people are opening up to this and also asking those questions. You know, I think they're having more experiences of, and asking the questions, how is this happening or why? You know, that transmission, because we are these transponders, right? We're transmitting, we're receiving. Um, exactly. Let me ask, right? So let me ask you with this idea, because I love that explanation as the beacon. So is that in a sense, in a way, also like that observer effect? So we, sh- we don't really know which one happens first, the shifting 
it just seems like by what you're sharing, it puts us in alignment for contact. Well, it does. Well, we also have, yeah, we also have to realize that spirits being pure electromagnetic energy are moving at the speed of light because everything in the electromagnetic spectrum moves at light speed, which is radio waves, <laughs> x-rays, microwaves, infrared, and um, uh, spiritual energy. So you know, it, it's funny because people, you know, people tend to think that spirits are invisible humans, you know, that are clunking along yeah. at our rates yeah. of speed yeah. and all that. <laughs> and they're like, you know, yeah. people are always asking me, are, are they around me? Are they around me? It's yeah. like, well, yeah, they're yeah. around you. But by the time it took you to ask me that, your, your loved one could have gone around the world about six times. That's how <laughs> yeah. fast yeah. they move, you know, because um, – because uh, light in, in all forms. Uh, light is the only visible form of electromagnetic um, energy. Okay, and and mm-hmm. so so that's why um, many times spirituality is is referenced in terms of light um, because that's what we're that's the only form of electromagnetic energy visible to the the naked eye. And so spirits move at light speed. And that's why, yeah, they're not going to be hanging out with you 24-7. They're going to pop in, do what you're doing, pop out, go do whatever it is that they're doing, which apparently they're quite busy. And by the time you're done pouring a cup of coffee, they've done all this other stuff, and then they're there, and they're aware of what's going on with you. You know, and, and, and people, you know, people say, well, that, that's really hard to grasp. And it's like, yeah, but so was a microwave oven in the year 1910, okay, if you told people there would be this Absolutely. box and I'll put in a glass of water and press a button and the water will be boiling, you know, within a minute, they would have looked at you like, yeah. And yet we take that for granted that, that uh, you know, I mean, when's the last time you used a microwave, Michelle? Oh, oh my gosh. Um while Probably ago. this morning, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, oh, my coffee's cold. Put it in zap, and voila, <laughs> magically, I put my put my cold cup of coffee in this magic box, and then seconds later, it's the perfect temperature. All right. So the reason I'm saying this is just because um, something is outside of your realm of experience, or just because we do not yet understand something, doesn't mean it isn't possible. It's like you know, the, the great astrophysicist, Neil deGrasse Tyson. He said, the beauty of science is you don't have to believe it for it to be real. Why, that's true. Yeah, I've heard him say that. Yeah. Just to be open, to suspend disbelief. Suspend disbelief. Um, now, Mark, I want to ask you about something that is in your book, which, by the way, the afterlife frequency, that comes out October. It's not out yet, right? October? It, 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 it's not out yet, but um, people can pre-order it uh, through Amazon. Oh, they can. It, yeah, and okay. if you go to my website, which is afterlifefrequency.com, um, there, you know, there's a, a link there, a button there to to pre-order it. Um, and from what I understand, I mean, it's it's people are pre-ordering it um, uh, quite a bit because people have been looking forward to this book for some time. Um, my, my last book, Evidence of Eternity, was was considered for a Pulitzer Prize. It was, I mean, what an honor! I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't oh believe that. Oh my gosh, that's wonderful! Wow, yeah, wow. And, well, beautiful and, stories, uh, beautiful stories in there. Oh, thank you. And and You're and catching. so, I didn't want to write Evidence of Eternity Part Two. I wanted to go even deeper, because what I found, Michelle, is a lot of people want to know, well, how does this happen? 
is this possible? And, you know, my dad, not only was he a Navy SEAL, but he was a NASA engineer. And dad always believed that anything's possible if enough research and funding, of course, Mm -hmm. goes into it. And that's the approach that I took because I don't believe uh, magic hocus pocus. Um, Mm -mm. What you and I might consider to be psychic phenomenon, some people think is magic or divination or whatever. What we're doing is we're tapping into energy on a quantum level. And, for example, when I was listening to you earlier, you were doing readings on people and you were picking up on future events and uh, information for people. On the quantum level, it appears that time as we understand it does not exist, that the past, present, and future are all occurring simultaneously. So what you're doing, Michelle, is your brainwave frequency is elevating and tuning into not the spirit realm but to the quantum realm, and you are tapping into what people might consider to be the future. And so that's Mm -hmm. how you're able to perceive those events. And so what I explain to people is, you know, we tend to use the term psychic and medium interchangeably, is that mediumship is tuning into the afterlife frequency of communicating with spirits, whereas a psychic reading, you're tuning into another ultra-high frequency. It's just a different station. Okay, like I'm tuning into yeah, 104.5 exactly. and you're tuning into 101.7, you know, but, but we're still yeah. um, raising our frequency. And it, it's really fascinating and that's, when, yeah. That's, no, I was just going to say that's so true because I've even commented on that because when I am chant, doing psychic, I can tell if it's intuitive, I can tell if it's psychic, I can tell if it's channeled, and it is a different frequency if I am channeling someone from the other side whether guides right. or a person that's caught. There is very distinct. Um, I think you're the only person, maybe one other person that I've talked about this with that has had the same experience because you, they are very distinct. Um, like like you different. said earlier, guys, they feel differently. They're very different. It's a very, um, yeah, very, very different. You can, you, your body feels differently. There's tingling, but it's something there is a subtle nuance that's there that lets you know that you're on a different frequency. Precisely. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're tuning into different frequencies. And, you know, I always tell people I'm something like a radio. And, you mm-hmm. know, uh, when I open up and I get some information, and you can tell when spirits come in, the ones that are in the, the higher uh, frequencies, uh, you know, the heaven dimension, if you will. And, uh, you know, people always like, oh, is there a hell? Well, I have a, an entire chapter in, in the afterlife frequency entitled, There's No Place Like Hell. And um, mm. it explains about uh, the perception of what people uh, think hell is. And um, you know, hell is a myth, a metaphor, and quite real. So um, I'm just going to leave it at that because people need to, to, to read the book to, like to understand this. And with all my books... Um, like with Evidence of Eternity, there's a chapter on uh, communication with the spirits of animals. And some people said, well, I just went right to that chapter. And I caution people, don't do that with my books. And the reason I'm saying this Mm -hmm. is that each chapter introduces a concept that is the foundation for understanding the concepts that come in these subsequent chapters. So that by and so you're each building. Chapter, yeah, you build it. it it's like, um, mm-hmm. let's say, you, you know, you like the Harry Potter books and you read the fourth one first. 
okay, you're not going to understand, well, who are these characters? Why did this happen? You know, who's this Lord Voldemort mm-hmm. guy? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you yeah, had to start at the true. first book to to understand um, the the concepts that lead you. And I don't know why I use Harry Potter, but uh, all right, I have to admit, I've read the books and I've seen the movies, and I, and I enjoyed it. Yeah. You know. I love Harry Potter. <laughs> I love those <laughs> well, you know, it, it's funny be, well, because I went, to, um, I went to the Arthur Finley College for the Advancement of Psychic Science in England, and I remember when I got off the train from London and I held down a taxi, and the, the cabbie goes, where are you going, mate? And I said, I'm going to the Arthur Finley College, and he looks at me and he goes, oh, spook school, and I'm like, spook school? <laughs> so, so we're driving, you know, and we come up, and, and, and we pull up to this place, and it looks like something out of Harry Potter. I mean, it's this big, you know, Victorian-era, Gothic-style type mansion, I mean, it looked like I just stepped onto the set of Harry Potter, and I walk in, and they say, leave your luggage here, and we're going to sort you into your groups. So I'm like, seriously, they're sorting us now. And then they bring us into this great hall. Okay, <laughs> you know. And I was the only American there. There was people from I think 14, 14 or fifteen different countries. And uh, there's 40 people in my program. They go, we're going to sort you into all groups. And I remember I walked in, and uh, the, the professor, she walks out on the stage, very prominent-looking, attractive um, English woman with, with the little wireframe glasses, and she steps up. They don't call the stage. It's a rostrum. And so she stands up there, and she says, welcome to Hogwarts. And I almost <laughs> fell out of my chair, and everyone's laughing. She goes, all right, then spook school. And we were laughing so hard, you know, because, you know, and and, <laughs> and, and the thing is, Michelle, as you know, you're laughing because sometimes we just have to laugh at ourselves. Yes. Oh, gosh, that's so true. Don't take it all so seriously all the time. Um, another thing I really want to, I'm kind of piqued my interest here is this R-A-F-T, this RAF technique that you developed yes touch on that at all yeah i know and that is in your book the afterlife frequency you i know you go in more in depth on it but just just a little uh yeah the raft technique is is one of the the um this is one of the the things that a reader will take away and while Mm -hmm. not everyone is a medium everyone is capable of having a mediumistic experience and the raft technique helps people who are not necessarily mediums and for people who are it can help sharpen sharpen your skills and help you to develop your spiritual situational awareness because the raft technique is a four-step technique I, I developed to help you recognize the presence of spirits accept the experience is real feel it without fear and trust in the message raft recognize accept feel mm. and trust and it gives uh, some like uh, meditation and examples on how to do this. And uh, the raft technique, I, I've explained it uh, to a number of people, and they said, "Wow, this really, really helped me," because you know spirits are around us all the time. Um, if if I told you, Michelle, well, you would get it, but but um, if I say to most people, if if I told you that you were surrounded by energy loaded with information, they're going to look at me weird, and I say, well, radio waves. Okay, there's radio waves yeah. around us all the time. All right, now with Wi-Fi and Internet and all this. And, and so the RAF technique show, you know, uh, will help you become more aware of the presence of spirits. And then 
once mm-hmm. you start in uh, working with it, it'll become second nature. Oh, that's the spirit. And then you recognize, you accept, you feel, you trust. And, uh, and I explain in the book where people get bogged down and how it gets blocked. Uh, you've probably seen this when right after the passing of, of a loved one, somebody says either they come to me all the time or people, I, they never come to me. And yeah, yeah. Yeah, and there's reasons for that energetically. The, the people that say, oh, my gosh, I, I see my daughter um, spiritually since she died. Well, because they're not blocking the contact and they're being accepting. And then the people who say, I never see her, it's not that they're meaning or intending to do anything wrong, but there's behaviors mm-hmm. that they don't mean to engage in which are creating a, a block. And so this is what the raft technique uh, addresses. And I do, um, once again, illustrate uh, each aspect of that with, with uh, very, very gripping stories. Wonderful. Oh, Mark, we are winding out of time on this dimension. Um, <laughs> it has been great to have you here. I love what you're doing. Um, I love how you really outline everything and give a great foundation um, as well as a a practical, you know, connect in for people, I think, um, to understand this more. Um, it can come at a better time than now. So, anyway, thank you for being on the program. So appreciate you coming on and sharing. Thank you, Michelle. And uh, if anyone wants to schedule a reading, sign up for my newsletter or um, order the Afterlife Frequency, please pl- um, visit my website, afterlifefrequency.com. Michelle, thank you so much for having me on your show. It, it's um, been such a pleasure. I look forward to the next time our paths cross. Me as well. Take good care. Wow, amazing, amazing. Um, gosh, what an enjoyable awakening dialogue and conversation. Really enjoyed that. Um, of course, those of you that may have tuned in late, maybe you didn't, maybe you want to, you didn't hear all of it. Um, it'll be in the archives in the replay. Our guest today was Mark Anthony. Um, we talked a lot about his book, The Afterlife Frequency, and you can find out more information at afterlifefrequency.com. If you have any uh, questions, you can go to his website and you can pre-order the book. Thank you all for being there. Yeah, it was fascinating, wasn't it? Keller Lilly, he should come back. Yeah. Well, I'll have Sadie, or he can reach out back, or Sadie can um, connect with him. Um, yeah, let me know, those of you that read the book, how you like it, too, as well, how you apply it. Um, all right, everyone, again, all things um, Awakenings, please email awakeningspodcast at gmail.com if you have questions, comments, guest suggestions. Um, if you'd like to be a part of Soul-Centered Living, you can go to my website, soulplayground.life. Go to the courses and classes section. You'll see it in subscriptions um, for that program and community. You can also connect with me at Soul Awakening with Michelle Mache YouTube. Love to have you there. Let me know. Let me know in the comments. You listen to Awakenings. And, of course, um, Patreon and MentorCam are the ways to connect. And, of course, all the time here every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific time. All right, Radiant Soul Lights, continue to shine your light, share your insights, and, of course, as always, Awakenings broadcast every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific time. Archive shows available on iTunes. 
For continued awakened conversations and insights, join the Awakenings Group on Facebook. And check out Michelle's blog at soulplayground.com. And keep awake.